496 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you are in the Northern Hemisphere enjoying some sick summer vibes or in the Southern Hemisphere where I am told it is winter, even though that continually blows my mind anytime I think about it. Very weird. Absolutely bonkers. Wow. I'm sorry if you're having a winter right now. (laughs) I know. But it's probably not that bad because you're in the Southern Hemisphere. And also, I'll be jealous when you're when we have winter and, and you have summer around. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Maria. <laughs> I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. <laughs> and on today's episode, we're going to do a lot of fun things. Um, yeah. One of those fun things is telling you about all of the different ways there are to play magic. Yes. So we hear from people both just like personally yeah. all the time who are like, hey, I'm getting back into magic or I want to get do? into magic. Um, what do you recommend? We know that there are lots of people who are newer listeners um, of the podcast and newer to the game when they start listening. So we want to be like, hey, here's all the options and like there's so many options in magic that we could not possibly even cover them all and but we're already going to cover so many yeah and there's already more than that out there we're also going to do a nice ranked list for you of the hottest uh cards in magic it's called oops they're hot because why (laughs) like none of them should be none of them should be hot it's kind of like it's a weird feeling to like look at an illustrated character and be like they're hot why this is we don't mean hottest like ooh, buy these now these cards are hot no we mean mean. that they're attractive and you're like i feel weird about (laughs) it but they kind of are two dimensions but i'm into it We've uh, all dated someone two-dimensional, <laughs> am I right? Absolutely. Mario, my first love. Two dimensions, what could I, I do? I just making a burn on some of the oh. personalities of people oh. who I've dated. <laughs> I definitely dated Mario, but you know, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. He has Peach. It's fine. Quote They're perfect together. happy <laughs> for him. Happy for him. Yeah, so we're going to do that, which I think will be really fun, because yeah. we found some real gems out there, oh, everybody. Man. There's more than you want to admit. <laughs> But before we kick off our episode, thank you, supporters of the show. You're so cool. Yes. Thank, I can't handle it. Thank you so much to everyone who's a patron of the show over at patreon.com slash Magic. Yeah. This is usually the part where we would read the names of new patrons, but because it is I forgot how to read. fun times, <laughs> Maria forgot how to read, we are pre-recording this episode, so we are still asking you, please, um, if you are not a patron, or if you are a patron and have a, a couple of spare bucks to spare throw bucks. our way, yeah. um, consider becoming a patron or upping your pledge just a little bit. We would love to have a big old stack of names yeah. um, to read when we come back to recording I like live recording live essentially recording, um, quote in August. So, you know, consider it. Yeah. August 2nd, we'll have our episode back on schedule. So we'll be, thank everybody then. Think about it. We could say your name <laughs> on August 2nd or whatever silly thing you put into the bar. Your username or whatever. Well, you're the yeah. little like username bar on Patreon because that's what it shows us and that's what we will read. Um, so you can do that over on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. We'd love to have you part of our fam bam. Yeah. Um, and it means so much to us because it is truly what is able, what makes us able to do this show yeah. is our patrons. Very so true. 
thank you 100 percent true please join like if you unequivocally true yeah. i'm not just saying it's true because i'm like it's sort of true it's 100 no, percent true it's so true um we're also going to say a huge thank you to card kingdom they've been our sponsor for a number of years we love them um their stores that if you head out uh, yes. to seattle you can actually go to one of their stores called mox boarding house have um, a great time they're fabulous have a little mead have some mead play some games yes their stores are incredible but if you can't do that you can check them out on the intranet at cardkingdom.com slash glhf yes they've got we're great gonna, deals yeah we're gonna give you a couple of specific items today great we'll talk about that are like card kingdom stuff that makes it easier to play the game right yeah um if you're one of the newer people who are a newer player listening to our show you're gonna want to watch listen out for that because card yeah. kingdom makes some great stuff to teach the game or to play if you're a newer player playing magic because magic can be a little bit daunting sometimes you know mm -hmm. not gonna lie it's a complicated game to learn but There's a lot of stuff in there. Real worth it. But Card Kingdom makes it easy for you. Um, if you want to buy singles, I always buy from Card Kingdom. I love them. They've got fast shipping, great customer service. And you can check them out, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. A demon just took me over. I'm fine. <laughs> All right, Maria. Before yes. we get started, we have a summertime treat. That we must try. We must try this treat. Um, hopefully it goes better than the winter treat that we Oof. had to try. The cherry cordials. That was awful. From Little Debbie, which were truly heinous. Gross. Just absolutely I don't know how nothing. can something can taste like nothing and also like a, a, like a horrible childhood it in one bite. It was so bad. It was. It was absolutely. And it has a lot of things that conceptually I like. And it was terrible. It was like if you took Pepto-Bismol and injected it, or like, like children's Tylenol, yes. and you injected it into a cream, and then you no, surrounded- like a, the stalest eclair cream. The stalest eclair cream. Surrounded it with a chewy chocolate that doesn't really, that tastes no, not like chocolate. That doesn't even taste like that's chocolate. A, that's been out in the sun for two to three weeks, yeah. like on a porch, and you put that together, and then you put that in your mouth. That was a cherry eclair. But this is obviously not that. Or cordial. No. Um, this is the unicorn cake sparkling <laughs> strawberry flavor. You purchased these. I did buy these. I couldn't help it. Look at it. It's so, it's very cute. It's um, it's like a little, it's a long, it's like a lady finger. The back of the box had a unicorn mask yeah. on it. Um, it's covered in white icing and they it has me. like a blue, blue squiggly icing and purple sparkles on it. All right, Sprinkles. let's go. Let's try this summertime so, it's snack. It's very cute. Um, we're not so sponsored by little Debbie, but she can call us whenever she wants. She can call us whenever. Hey, Deb. She We're wants. waiting for your okay. call. Okay. Here we go. Oh, the, the cake is pink and the, the cream in the middle is purple. Purple. Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's delightful. You know? That is. I like it. I'm not exaggerating. 1,000 times better than cherry cordial. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like a zebra cake. M mathematically. Yes, it's like a lightly strawberry. It's the lightly faintest the strawberry. Faintest, like a strawberry yeah. fainted and it ended up in this bar. <laughs> that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, that's way better you know than what? cherry cordial. That's all right. Thanks, Debbie. If you're looking for a summertime stack, stack. I'm looking for a summertime stack. I play snack. Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Again, not sponsored, but uh, hey. Not bad. It's all right. <laughs> Little Debbie. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> you know how we talked about the Charmin slogans a couple episodes mm -hmm. ago? Little Debbie slogans over the years. What is their current slogan? Wow. I don't know. Little Debbie sl schlong is what I almost typed. <laughs> I don't want to see what comes up. It's quote, little Debbie has a snack for you. 
Logan, that's so creepy. That's what it is. Little Debbie has a snack for you. Little Debbie's going to murder you. <laughs> Little Debbie is coming for you. Little Debbie's got a Little snack Debbie for you. Little Debbie has a snack for you. And then murders you. Like, tell me that isn't also the tagline of a Chucky film. <laughs> Chucky has a snack for you. I don't know if that's true or not, but that was the large text that came up on Google. Wow. This other website, sloganlist.com, says it's unwrap a smile, which seems much better. That's yeah, it's not a great it's not a great slogan. It's kind of weird, but also it's 100% better than little Debbie has a snack for you, which is still boggling my mind. That's what Chucky says before he kills somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about ways to play this game called Magic Colon the Gathering. No colon anymore, everybody, officially. Wow. Did you know that? I, I do remember when they did that, actually. <laughs> like my great uncle Barry, they dropped the no. colon long ago. <laughs> it was a few years ago, but I still see everybody using it. I mean, habits die hard, you know? Yeah. But there's officially no colon in Magic the Gathering. That's not what I would say to be the case when there's a bunch of Magic players in a room together. Anyways... <laughs> Ways to play. Ways to play. Uh, so we're going to kick it off with um, playing at your local game store, which is a one way that a ton of people play. Yeah, this is the classic way. Classic way to play. Um, the thing is... Not right, the most popular way. I'll say that. No. no. But... Very classic, though. Classic. Obviously, one thing that leaps to mind when you think of your local game store, your LGS, is FNM or Friday Night Magic. Yes. This is like the big banner event for most stores. Um, it'll usually be a like a pretty classic format, like standard. I thought you were going to say them. it will usually be on a Friday night. <laughs> it'll usually Friday Night Magic, yep. usually on name. a Friday night. Friday Night Magic has a snack for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's usually going to be something like standard right like a format that is competitive yeah um it might it might be something like pioneer or modern depending on the store but a lot of times it's going to be like a staple format like one of those yeah. um there's it's usually pretty low cost there'll be some fun prizes um it's a good way to go and play and have a fun competitive time without feeling like it's cutthroat yeah and some stars will even run multiple different kinds of formats for friday yeah. night magic too like there might be a draft going on in one corner and then people are playing modern in another part of the store yeah um um, they some stores will have like an earlier one and then like a later one if you're a real night owl. Yeah. And I like Friday Night Magic because it's just so iconic. Like if you go to a game store, what are they on doing on Friday, Friday night? night? There will be magic. people there playing magic. Will be happening. Yeah. Um, obviously, we talk about this one all the time, but pre-release events are a big one for local oh, game stores. Yes. Um, pre-releases, you can see we have a bunch of videos on our channel about them. Yeah. We have vlogs where you can see us going to pre-releases. I think we even have a video about like what to expect at a pre-release. Probably. Yeah, I think we've um, done that before. But it's just an especially fun time for new players because everyone's learning what these cards do. Um, it's very, it's much chiller. Yeah, it's a chill environment. Nobody expects you to be cutthroat at a pre-release. Um, no. Nobody knows what these cards the are point. doing. It's just a, you're, you want to play the new format. Have a good time. I think if you are going to a pre-release... Um, 
it, you should have a knowledge of how magic works. So you should know how to yeah. play a game and have a basic understanding of what the cards do and how turns work and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And once you're at that level, I would say you could feel comfortable enough to go to your pre-release. Yeah. Because you don't want to go in totally blind. People will help you out if that happens. Yes. But there's a lot to learn before you get to that. Yeah. Like you've got to play so like, your land. Yeah. You have to tap it for mana, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, that being said, there are like, don't think that you can only go and play magic at your LGS on Friday night or a pre-release because most local game stores have like a whole slate of events across Absolutely. the whole week. They'll have like modern, modern Mondays or something yeah. like that. Maybe they'll have pioneer on a night of the week. And those things are usually try hard Tuesdays, try hard Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> weak Wednesdays, um, bring those, your weakest deck. Uh, they're usually tailored to what the people in the area play or the people who come to that game store play. So if they're like, Hey, we know that we have a lot of people who play modern, they'll have a modern night or some kind of modern event during the week. I'm going to give an example as the local game store we play at quite yeah. often, which is Lodestone Coffee and Games in Minnetonka, Minnesota. For example, on Monday at 4 p.m., they have Open Play Commander. There you go. At 6 p.m., they have a $100 Pioneer. Wow. Which you can go and win yeah. 100 bucks. On Tuesday, you can win 100 bucks playing modern. On Wednesday, Open Play Commander, 6 p.m., Draft. Thursdays are D&D &D night, so no magic there. Friday, F&M Draft, F&M Modern. Saturday, Sealed. And Sunday, open play commander. Wow. Almost every single day of the week. Yeah. Like one of the biggest things that we did regularly when we were starting to play was going to draft night. Draft night. Great love night. Love draft night. You gotta love a draft night. Love um, draft night. So like, yeah, just for, as you can tell from like that slate of options. Yes. No matter what you want to play, you can play op like a lot of them will have open play commander. So if you don't have a dedicated commander group, you can go and meet people. Totally. Um, and then maybe you end up playing with them outside of those store hours also. And you know, if I know one thing about commander players, it's that they come to the store with more than one deck. <laughs> Yes, it is also true. You could very likely show up to a commander, nothing in hand, open play, and be like, "I would really love to play with y'all's pod, but I don't have a deck." And someone's going to be like, "I have a deck." Yes, that you can play. Ten people will be like, "Which one do you want to play?" Yes, I have all of them because they're so proud of their beautiful works of art. You know. Yeah. And of course, once you advance on at your local game store and you're playing more competitively, now with the new play system, we have regional championship qualifiers run out yeah. of local game stores. Which will be a real good time. Those lead on up to regional championships and eventually the Pro Tour and eventually Worlds. Yeah, we had a good time traveling to some of those too back in the day. So uh, fun. A really fun time to like see people that you've gotten to know yeah. at your LGS. So check with your LGS as to when they're doing those or any of these events, if that is appealing to you. Um, we've got so we're blessed here in Minneapolis with like a million ten game stores. A million to choose ten. From. A million ten. And like they have all got different vibes. Yeah. So if you one doesn't jive with you, go check out another one. Hopefully you have multiples in your area. Yeah. Um and make sure you pick a store where you jive with the vibe. Jive with the vibe yeah. of the store, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh check out their events they've got going on. There's so much happening. Yeah. Um, next up, the most popular way to play magic. The number one way. Hanging out at home. Playing at the kitchen Playing table. at the kitchen table, which brings me to the first, like, the easiest way to just play it. I call it the kitchen sink. Just throw whatever you got in there. Absolutely. Just throw whatever you got into a deck and play your friend. Yep. Whatever. Who cares? That is probably, honestly, the number one way people play magic. They're like, I yes. have these cards. I put the 60 of them. Into they a deck. may not even know that. Great. I put 120 of them and Into I'm playing, playing my friend. Oh, here they are. Let's go. Um, if that feels daunting to you, if you're like, hey, I'm not a person who just has a collection of magic cards hanging around, 
Totally fair. Um, this is where we were talking about Card Kingdom earlier. Yeah. They have some great ways to get into Magic playing specifically Fantastic. this kind of format. Yeah. Um, which they have these things called battle decks. I'm going to look them um, up right Which now. have, they each have like a little theme. They're only 10 bucks each. They have literally a list of like 100. A lot of them right um, now are out of stock, but a lot of them are also yeah, in just, stock. If you so just keep scrolling down the you'll list, find more. Um, yeah. you'll see some that are out of stock, but they have tons of... Um, that are in stock. Literally 50 results here. Look at um, this battle deck. Light Brigade. What's more powerful than an army of one? An army of one drops. That's very cool. Very cute. Um, battle deck control tower. If you want to cast a spell, ask me first and I'll decide. There you go. There's Megan's. Great. Um, so there's, right, and at $10, you can order like you could order a few of these just to have on hand, just yeah. to have and be, and try all these different strategies out. Yeah, they're super. So that cool. is a super easy way to be like, I don't if I don't have a collection to just throw my own deck together, head on over there, um, get one of those. Also, Wizards of the Coast makes challenger decks. Yep, each year, which are standard playable, um, like slightly, pre-made. Yeah, pre-made, slightly lower powered, but still like. In a competitive. competitive strategy. Yeah. So if you're like, hey, I want something a little bit more serious, um, even just for playing at the kitchen table, you're like, hey, I am just playing at home, but I like to make sure that we're like really duking it out here. Yeah. Um, hey, you can decks. get some challenger decks. They're going to be good. They're going to have a really strong power level. Um, they're also cost effective and affordable. Totally. I'm looking at Card Kingdom Selection now. They also have um, like this thing called the Pioneer Chaos Draft Bundle. Yeah, we're going to get to that. So cool. Because there's some because they have so many things that you can do. Uh, so I wanted, yeah. All right. Other things that you can play at home. Sealed, which is where you each crack open six packs. Six packs. Um, if you want to do. Six packs, not just for these abs anymore. <laughs> six Am packs. Right? You can have all of the same. Like if you buy a booster box. Yep. You and your friend can just each crack six packs. We've even just done silly stuff like half box sealed half box sealed right crack honestly as many packs as you each want and make a deck out of them i knew some degenerates who would make a sealed 40 card deck out of an entire box like what and i was like unbelievable <laughs> it could just be incredibly incredibly powerful yeah um chaos sealed which is where those packs don't even have to be don't all to from match. the same set yeah if you and your friend just have like a bunch of loose boosters one, talk to your doctor loose, about that. Loosters. <laughs> loose boosters all around. Like, just, you each take six packs of whatever. Yes, 100%. It yeah. doesn't matter. They do chaos-sealed events on Magic's official platforms, you know? Exactly. Um, like you were saying, Card Kingdom even has stuff like Pioneer Chaos Draft Bundle, which is a, like a box that you can buy of a bunch of um, Pioneer legal sets. That you can chaos draft with your friends. That's so cool. Um, they have a standard chaos draft bundle. I love that. Right? Just tons and tons of ways um, that you can play at home. We've um, Do you want to talk about Winston draft? Yeah. So Winston draft is a really cool way to draft. So when I say at home, I'm also specifically talking about if you just have two people. Yeah, two people. Um, two people. Winston draft is a way that you can draft with two people. Um, you each crack open your three packs um, and then you shuffle them all together. Yep. So you have a stack of 90 cards. Um, and then the way you, it works is that there's three piles and they each begin with one card in them. And there's like a first, second and third pile. Yeah. And when it's your turn to draft, um, you can look at the card in the first pile. 
and you can either take it or choose to not take it. Yep. If you don't take it, you put it back down face down and then you take a card from the stack and put it face down without looking at it on top. So that yeah. there's now two cards in the pile. You do the same thing with the second pot, like the second stack. You can either take like you look at it, you can take it. Or if you don't take it, put a new card on top of it or same thing. Third one, you look at it, either you take it or you don't. If you don't take the third one, you just random draw off the top. Like yeah. Why draw off the top of the deck? Um, and so it's really cool, right? And so then you're increasing, like, next time, maybe if no one's taken the first pile, there's, like, three or four yeah, cards Yeah, then you in get it. more cards. Um, so, yeah, that's Winston Draft. It's a really, like, and you just do that back and forth. Um, it's a really, it's a really cool draft format, and it's a great way to draft. Again, only two people. Only two people. You don't have to, uh, yeah, you don't have to have more people to draft. You can draft just two. Just two, yeah. And so that also works. Any six boosters you've got. Yeah, it doesn't right? matter. They're all, it's Again. a collective card pool between the two of you that <laughs> you're drafting. Just have fun, okay? Just do whatever you want. You're at the kitchen table. It's probably, maybe it's like your grandma's table and it's got like those 70s flowers on it and it's kind of yellow. Great. That's what I'm imagining. Perfect. For your so table. whatever deck you, you want to build, like kitchen sink style, a pre-constructed deck, um, a Winston draft, or just sealed or chaos sealed. Absolutely. Great ways to play at home. All right. What about your friend group? What about them? Which what could have also you, be what have you heard? playing at home. Maria, <laughs> I have to talk to you about your friend group. <laughs> We're, uh, uh, I was at the gas station. What? Mm? It's my alibi. Interesting. For whatever happened. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Um, Commander, obviously, this is one of the biggest ways to play also. Yes. With your friend group. Um, if you, again, if you're intimidated, maybe you, if you know people who play commander, they will make you a commander deck. Yeah. You <laughs> don't even have to borrow one. There's one thing that we can say about commander players. They will just They'll get just you to play commander. For you. If you're on the verge and they can push you over into playing commander, they will do push it. Push you over the ledge into commander yes. town. <laughs> you can also just order pre-con decks. Wizards of the Coast has pre-con decks with each set that comes out. Absolutely. And places like Card Kingdom also have pre-constructed decks that they've made. Yeah, super, super convenient. Um, so commander, if you know people that play commander and you're scared of getting into it, literally ask one of them to help you because they would love to or get one of those pre-con decks. You're ready to go and you can make any kind of deck that you know you know kind of shows off who you are as a magic player and fits yeah. the play style that you feel the most joy playing with magic which is another great thing about commander is each deck is you can have its own like neat little identity yeah that you have when you play it um in the same vein oathbreaker oathbreaker we love oathbreaker um it is it is similar to commander in that it is multiplayer multiplayer and that you have an oath breaker which is a specifically a planeswalker, planeswalker that lives in the command zone and a signature spell that's also in the command zone yes um you can learn more about it over at oathbreaker.com um it's just a really good time yeah it's a faster version it's of commander faster so again if you're intimidated by commander Play Oathbreaker. You can donate a hundred bucks to Magic Kids. Yep. Um, which is a great organization that also started the Oathbreaker format. And they still have some starter decks available. They'll mail you four if you donate a hundred bucks. Nice. So you can get, you know, you can get everything you need to play it. We talked about some new Oathbreakers two episodes ago as well on episode 494 with Judge Rob. Yeah. So if you're like, ooh, what are some new planeswalkers that came out that I could use for my Oathbreakers? Go check that episode out because he's got some great recommendations. Absolutely. Another big one. If you're like, hey, I don't want to just play Commander. 
um, or I don't have a commander deck, or like us, you're like shuffling a hundred cards is hard. We have tiny hands. Um, or you're like, hey, I love drafting, but I don't want to have to go to my store to draft all the time. Yeah. Um, there's Cube. Cube. There is a format called Cube Draft. It is amazing. Um, it is a set of cards, um, and there's a there's literally an endless number of ways that you can construct a cube. Why do you think it's called Cube? Everyone. I don't know because you keep it in a cube. You because store it's it in a, one you cube. store it in one cube shaped box. That's what I think. Box. That's what I, you know? Isn't that, I mean. That must be what it is. I don't it's know. just kind of funny. Um, so cube is like, and then from that set, you, like you'll form little fifteen card boosters. Yep. Essentially, um, and again, it's it's easiest to play cube if you know someone who already owns one. Like that's very honestly just the truth. Yeah. Um, if someone invites you to play cube, go do it. Do it. It's a great time. Um, but also if you don't know anyone and you're like, Hey, this sounds like a way that I want to play. It is easily accessible to people, to my friends who don't have commander decks because we'll just all draft. Yeah. It's accessible to my friends who prefer draft. Um, it's, you know, it's just a way to mix up the way that I'm playing. Um, card kingdom is currently sold out of the starter cube that they created, um, a little while back. Um, which was only a hundred bucks for a full starter cube. That's cool. But they also do have their current cube lists available, which is a 360 card legacy cube. And again, this came in at a hundred dollars for the full set. And so even if you went through and individually just bought one of each of these cards in here, it's not going to be super expensive. Um, which is also the point of popper cube yes popper cube's great yes which is another type of like super fun uh cube format that is focused also on affordability there's a whole you can go to thepoppercube.com and read all about it so those are some nice like those are two good starter cubes that aren't going to like break the bank for you but are still gonna be able to make it so that you and your group can play some cube and if you're a limited fan like megan said this is an awesome way to continue your limited experience without having to go to the game store to play without firing up arena or magic online just playing with your preferred group of people and playing in formats that you've loved from the past recreated in cube form like oh you're like oh man i love morph well guess what you can put a morph deck into your cube right to make sure that that's an option when people are drafting it Mono green ramp. That's in the cube. I get to draft a crater hoof behemoth. That's great. Amazing. Also, if you love drafting, you don't even need a cube to draft. Like you can just draft at home with your friends. Yeah, totally. We used to have friend draft at the start of each new set. Friend draft. Which is so fun. You just need a box of draft boosters um, and six to eight people. Yeah. If you have six people, you can do something called team drafting mm-hmm. where you've got uh, three people per team, every other person around the draft table. Yep. Then you can build your decks together and you just keep track of your record of who beats who, you know? Exactly. And then um, there's a winning team at the very end. Very fun. And then Super that fun. way, maybe your draft night doesn't work out for you with your local game store. Like that's not the right night to play for you. You but can't you find can, eight. You can play a team draft. Exactly. Go get a, go get a team draft or get a just... A draft together in your friend group. Great way to play. Totally. Um, And then, of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention our digital ways to play magic. Yes. Um, Digital ways to play are just, um, in my opinion, they're great 
because they get around the fact that sometimes your schedule is just too busy. Yeah. Like they're good accessibility for people who are just like, maybe your local game store is just too far away. You don't have good transit available to you to get there. Your schedule is just like, Hey, I can't carve out a full evening to go to my LGS, but I can carve out an hour of my night. Yeah. I've heard a lot of new parents talking about how much they're grateful for something like arena Yeah, because they can get it in while their baby isn't screaming. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just so simple and straightforward to be able to fire that thing up, do a draft, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, maybe too simple. And like it will. Yeah. Um, you, you can download arena and it will walk you through it. You can play arena knowing nothing about magic. Um, and it, it It'll will teach you how to play start your journey into it. Yes. Um, we've also, you can listen to an episode that we did a long, a little while back. Um, with our friend Tyler, oh, who yeah. talks about playing it affordably. Yeah, how to um, play. F- he plays for free on Arena, and yep. it is possible. You do have to draft, so I will say you have to like draft and be yeah. moderately good at it. But once you've achieved those two things, you can play for free on Arena. It is yeah. possible. People don't think it is. It is. But you can also just play a bunch of brawl cue- yeah. cues or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. That's more your jam. Um, I know a friend, another guy named Tyler, who learned how to play Magic entirely on Arena. Wow. Not even in paper. Yeah. Can you believe that? What Wild. a world we live in. What a world. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, this is the future. 2022. Welcome. And if you prefer the past, there's Magic Online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Magic Online exists still, everybody. Yes. It's about to be, or has it been already given over to another game studio to develop? Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, so it's going to leave with the Coast Control, and another game studio is going to take it over. Yeah. Don't know if that's already happened or not. But Magic Online is great. If you're somebody who played you know, way back in the day, and you mm-hmm. want to recreate that experience because you can play legacy formats on magic yep. online um they also have some sets like double masters yep which they are not able to bring to arena because of the breadth of the card pool that would be new to the set um but they are on magic online because all those yeah. cards are already in there because they're all reprints so it's um not as immersive an experience a user experience as arena is obviously yeah but it does still work it is faithful to how magic works in real life every card exists on there almost that's yeah. ever been made for magic you can play vintage you can ba- play legacy you can play tons of competitive events on magic online the player um caliber there is generally higher than arena because the people who play that are like super serious capital s capital s um and you know anyway but there's there's lots of fun competitive stuff on there and like if you're like i love double masters it's a limited environment i'm into you can play it on magic online can't play it on arena nice so yeah um so those that's just like a like a quick hot primer quick hot primer just different <laughs> on all the different ways on all the different ways that you can play magic um if there's a way that you love playing that we haven't mentioned tweet it at us at glhf magic um and let us know what is a favorite way that you love to play i just want to tweet at jiff and be like we have a new slogan for you it's called all the different ways to make yes. a sandwich and it's or a whole bunch just- of Hashtag be different. <laughs> yeah, be different. You know, you're welcome, Jif Peanut Butter, for that groundbreaking campaign. <laughs> be different. It absolutely sounds like the campaign that they would use for like Pride or something. Yes, it do- it does. Hashtag be, be gif- different. Be different while they temporarily change their background <laughs> yeah. to a rainbow flag. <laughs> 
It's time for a new segment on Good Luck High Five called Oops, They're Hot. That's right. These are cards that it's most. So, okay. There have been cards in Magic's past yeah. um, that people were just like, this card is obviously about being hot. Yeah, for sure. Um, enthralling Victor comes to mind. This art is primarily about being hot. Yeah, this card's whole purpose is to be hot. Enthralling Victor, the name of the card alone is like, hello, I'm Wizards of the Coast. I know what I'm doing. If you've never seen the art, it's a man um, with 10 abs. <laughs> One, it's two, three, four, five, oh, I suppose six. But um, wearing the most clothing he's wearing is like a strip across his chest, a leather strip that's holding on his cape yeah. and his pants, which are below the vicious V. <laughs> As he's riding, I don't know if he's yeah. on a chariot or what he's doing, into battle with his long flowing hair. Yeah. Like, don't tell me you didn't know what you were doing, Wizards of the Coast. Exactly. You knew. It, that card is about being hot. Yep. Kiora, the Tide's Fury, about being hot. We've, you know, yes. we would be remiss not to mention Kiora, the Tide's Fury. When she came out, when this art debuted, Kiora is here with her trident and many tentacled octopus or whatever behind her. Yeah. And she she looks like she wants to step on your throat. <laughs> Um, which, as people have pointed out, is kind of the vibe of Magali's um, planeswalkers. Yeah, for sure. It's like they want kind to of step all, on they, you. They're they going to step. <laughs> um, but, but this segment is not about the cards that are about being hot. No. This is about the cards that you're just like looking at some magic art and then you're just like, oops. wait, oops, oops, they're hot. Um, one other one that I want to mention from the past. I, there's oh, yeah, a few. So this one is like an obvious. Yeah, there's hot. there's a few from the past that we're not going to bring up here because they're super obvious thirst yes. traps. And this is just, I think, the most egregious of all of them, which is fire elemental. Absolutely <laughs> egregious. Just like a shelter. The other one that comes to yeah, mind. Yeah, shelter. Right. You're just like, no, they're a, those those cards Are were about. about being hot. So Fire Elemental, if you've never seen this card, this is from Limited Edition Alpha situation. Uh, this was not what I was expecting to look at when you did this, and why? I mean, it's a woman made of fire. A naked woman made of fire. That's, that's all I can... End. That's the way I can exp the explain end. it. Yep. Um. So, yeah. Uh, Just all getting right. that out of the way. So, um. also, I think Oko... Oko qualifies. I think the, the point of Oko is being hot. Yes, I agree. So, Oko is, like, outside the realm of, oops, they're hot. This is, you were trying you were to try, be. You were going for it. You were trying to be hot. And we've talked about this on the show before. Don't pander to me, Wizards of the Coast. Don't pander. We're not talking about the cards that pander. Okay, the <laughs> card that made me think of this. Yeah, this segment's Megan's idea, yes. by the way. The card that made, well, that's because the card that made me think of this was that I was just like playing arena and someone played Tenacious Underdog and I was like, oops, that card is, is hot. <laughs> It's like hotter than I thought it was when I, right? I don't think of Tenacious Underdog as being like a hot card, but then I looked at the art and I was like, oops, they are hot. Oops. Oops. Oops, they're hot. Oops, they're hot. Um, Tenacious Underdog, once again, 10 abs, uh, leaning yeah. against a boxing ring with hands, you know, bundled for boxing, but brass yes. knuckles hanging from the waistband. Yeah. But mostly I feel like it's just kind of like the hair vibe of the this hair Tenacious vibe is underdog. very like, yes, I'm hot. Exactly. And, and like, they they're, know it. They're like, they, and their face has got a vibe that's like, yes, I know I'm hot. Tenacious underdog knows it. Yes. <laughs> um, oops, they're hot. Not oops. a card you think of as being hot, but they're hot. Um, this one is my number one all time. Okay. You've, you've heard me talk about it on the yes. show before if you're a longtime listener, which is Dak Faden. <laughs> 
because Dak Faden doesn't look like they went in being like, no. I'm going to make someone hot. But then you look at Dak and you're, you're like, like, oops, oops, he's hot. Da- Dak is hot. I love Dak. Dak is my magic boyfriend. Um, <laughs> I have a real thing for guys with long hair. That's been well known my entire existence on planet Earth. And also Dak, I like it because he's a thief. You know, he's got a little yeah. bad boy to him. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, yeah, strictly you know? our... Oops, he's hot. Oops, he's hot, Dak Faden. Um, you added this one. This yeah. uh, excellent. Excellent. This is exactly the vibe that we're going for, yep. um, which is the alternate art to crew captain. Crew captain. Alt, 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 alt art. art. Oops. Oops. She's hot. She's hot. This, this card. <laughs> I've got to. You know, like I, what? She's just. It looks like they were like, give us like a strong, like a very strong woman who's just kind of like over <laughs> it work wise. And she's holding like a big steel beam. And they're like, the artist was like, what if also she hot? Yeah, I think that this. Yeah, I said don't pander to us, but I feel like this is a little pandering. <laughs> I feel like they had to know what they were doing here with crew captain. Rhonda, you knew. Rhonda, you knew. Thank Oops. you, Rhonda Libby. Oops, she's Oops, hot. Crew captain is hot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's man. also great. Just a great piece of art. Yes. This card is right <laughs> on the border of oops. Oops, she's hot, but all like di- meant to be. Siona, captain of the Pileas. Hello. Um <laughs> Which is, yeah. This which, is a Wonder Woman situation. Yeah. Theros Beyond Death is the set that this is from. Yep. It looks like it looks like a shot from Wonder Woman, honestly. It really does. You know? this. She just absolutely looks like she is straight out of the film. So she's wearing armor um, and has a group of soldiers um, behind her getting ready to go into battle, just striding towards the camera confidently. Exactly. It's the confidence here. The like, confidence, everybody. Like, it looks like the confidence. maybe... Confidence. Chris just went into this being like, I'm showing a powerful warrior. Yeah. But also, oops, oops she's, she's hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. I must have a thing for blue, red planeswalkers. Wow, you apparently do, because this one you added, Ral, Collar of Storms. Absolutely. It looks like they were just trying to, go, like, maybe... Uh, maybe <laughs> Kieran was just told, hey, show like a very confident, like very cocky lightning man, lightning man. <laughs> but also, oops, he's hot. Oops, he's hot. Ral. Ral's got a boyfriend, Tomic, everybody. A husband. A husband. Yeah, you're right. They're married. They're married now. In the pride secret lair. Yes. Art. Um, Ral, caller of storms specifically is if we didn't yep. say which one, that one. Oops. Hot. Oops. He's hot. This one is. Yes. Just like. Okay, Tesa, Envoy of Ghosts. <laughs> you were told, just show us someone who is powerful and exceptionally and sit, bored. And sitting in a chair. Sitting, powerful, bored, sitting in a chair. Oops, she's hot. Oops, hot. I mean, the, it doesn't, doesn't like, take away that the entire front of her shirt is cut out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Also, like, weird BS. <laughs> but I feel like even if that weren't the case. Correct. No, the, she's got the Oops, vibe. she's hot. She's got the vibe. Look at this. Yes. Confidence, everybody. Exactly. We've said it so many times. We've cracked the hot code. It's confidence. Yes. Um, Tasa of goes, get out of here. Tasa Envoy of goes, oops, she's hot. <laughs> now, uh, you know, we can't have this list without mentioning a very, a very famous planeswalker. Yes, which is, of course, Liliana. Liliana. Many iterations of Liliana that were perhaps intended to be hot. Yeah, Liliana of the Veil, vale, I think, is yes. e- the easy choice. But let's talk about the, the, the Liliana... That was supposed to just be all business. <laughs> Oops. 
Professor Onyx Oops. is hot. <laughs> Oops, Professor Onyx. Oops. I remember when they printed this card, I was like, what? Excuse me. There she is, ready to give you a bad grade. Yes. In whatever class you're taking at Strixhaven. You are taking. Professor Onyx, we would argue in a court of law, is the hottest Liliana. Yes. In Put me before the Supreme Court. Those jerks. No. <laughs> Even they you can't deny argue. this. Yeah. Yeah, they'll vote six to three. It was Liliana of the Veil. Great. Next up. Next up. Um, Ingenious Smith from Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Oh, yeah. Um, you were told to make <laughs> so, like, like just a very a strong blacksmith. Oops, she's hot. She's got goggles on her head. I was exactly. like, what is that up there? That's goggles. It's goggles. Like, like she's ripped. Yep. Has um, has a hammer. She's just straight up ripped. And she's forging a sword. <laughs> she has a great bun. Oops. Look, Kiora will step on your throat. Ingenious Smith will smash you in the face. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll stab you with this sword, with this red hot sword. Blacksmithing, just a hot job, honestly. <laughs> exactly. That card is, part of it is that... Ingenious Smith has a hot job. I mean, hot job. Blacksmith job. Honestly. Okay. Tiger Tribe Hunter, also from <laughs> Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. You're told to show a warrior with their tiger. A barbarian. A barbarian, you're right. A barbarian with their tiger. Why? But she's hot. Look at that hair. Look at that hair. I'm like this. That I hair is like, shampoo model hair. That shampoo model hair wearing a pelt, but yes. also... Also, only like a tube top bra. I think it's like, yeah, I yeah. can't tell. It's, yeah. it's like tight, skin tight leather. Yeah, skin tight leather bra and a, a pelt of some description with yeah. shampoo model hair. Shampoo model hair. Why did you have to make this card hot? <laughs> there was no need for it. You didn't have to do it. But here we are. <laughs> All right. Um, I could not put this on the list. All right, Maria, you're alone. This isn't my jam, but. Soren the Mirthless. Get in here. Wow. This is the best Soren they've done. Yeah, it is the best Soren. The other ones I'm like, no. But this Soren, I'm like, all right. It's because he's so mopey. <laughs> you like the mope. He's such a mopey boy. Yeah. The mopey sad boy. But somehow they did they did make a version of mopey where Yeah, they made oops. they made the that was the best Soren. Oops, he's hot. Yeah. As we were going through these cards looking for for the for this segment, yeah. I stumbled across a card that I had never seen before. Um, it's so cute. This is not a hot card. This is a cute card. Yeah. Have you all seen the card Cultural Exchange? I had never heard of this card in my life. Never heard of it. It's from Odyssey. It's four blue blue for a rare. Choose any number of creatures target player controls. Choose the same number of creatures another target player controls. Those players exchange control of those creatures. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this effect lasts Great. indefinitely. Yes. That's in the Oracle text. Um, um, and there's, it's like, what would you call these? A raccoon had a baby with one of those little sand rabbits, sand uh, yeah, mice with the know. big ears. Yeah, with the big ears, but they're also like lightly jackalopey. They're so Because they have like little horns and big ears. Oh, they do have little horns. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're very cute. Everybody, I just had to tell you that I, as the cute card ambassador. They're doing a cultural exchange with the crocodiles. I don't know what's happening I think in that this is art. what it looks like, is like the, the little weasels are having a cultural exchange with the crocodiles. <laughs> These little weasely dudes are yeah. having a cultural exchange. They're, you know, like, hey, do you want to 
in our culture, we brush our tails every morning with a special brush. Do you want to check it out? And the crocodile's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. sure. I would love to look at your in special tail In my culture, brush. we eat you. <laughs> Cultural exchange. Cultural exchange. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the joke. But anyway, if you want to go look at a cute card, yeah. go look at Cultural Exchange. Do you have a card that you think is oops, they're hot? Oops, they're hot. We'd love to hear about it. Tweet at us at GLHF Magic. Hashtag oops, oops they're, they're hot. hot. <laughs> or <laughs> hashtag be different. All right, everyone. Ultra Pro has long given you ways to store your magic decks. Yes. But they realize that, of course, most magic players face an entirely different problem, which is <laughs> what do I do with my whole stinking collection? Oh, yeah. Because collections are enormous. They have this one that we have here is the Ultra Pro Pro Storage three drawer organizer. Yeah. It holds a thousand cards. Wow. Just in this little in this buddy box. right here. Look that at one this. box is a thousand right? cards. Not even that many. There's like a little spot. Like each of the pullout trays has a spot in the front where you can put a little display card to talk about what is inside. Oh, I love that. Right? Yeah, so you, can you see know the which spot right here, in which in which drawer exactly. each thing is. Like you could do it by color, you could do it by set. rarity, you could do it by set. Whatever you need to do, you can mark it on the front. Um, there's additional dividers. There's nine dividers also inside, oh, three great. in each one, to further divide inside. They are stackable. Yep. So that you can like like you can literally. Buy, if you're like, hey, I have way more than a thousand cards, buy multiples and they stack up. Yeah, this this is so nice. I know. They're, yeah, they're built to fit specifically inside Ikea's cube shelves. Too. Yes. That is the width of one. I love that because yeah. everybody's got those cube shelves. Exactly. I do. Um, and if you know, I've just seen magic players like going on like Craigslist hoping that one day a card catalog will come yes. for sale. And they're usually extremely expensive. Very expensive, enormous, so heavy, yeah. impossible to move. But this is you great. can just order this sucker from Ultra Pro. Wow, this is really, really cool. It's um, like it's just so cool. What like I, I feel like it highlights that what Ultra Pro is always doing, which is thinking about what do players actually need right, from us exactly. for their collections, for their magic experience. And they're like, oh, hey, do you know what people actually need? To organize. Is for storage for their literally yes. tons of cards in their magic collection. I don't even love to keep a ton of magic cards, but even I have so many cards on Yeah, me. you just end up with them you no matter what. You just end up with them. Ultra Pro storage. Yeah. Check I'm it out. so about this. What a cool idea. If you want to get any of these, you can check them out on their website and you can use the code GLHF for 5% off yes. of anything you want to get on Ultra Pro. Um, even if you go to their sales section, you can still put GLHF in there. You yes. get an additional 5% off everybody. So use our code, get your stuff organized. Your life will thank you. Slaps the roof of the car. <laughs> you know how many bad boys I can fit in this thing? A thousand. It's a thousand. A thousand. It's a thousand. <laughs> Well, human beings, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. That's right. Wow. What a time. And next week, we're back live. We're back live. You're listening to this now, but we recorded this in the past. Yeah, it's time so travel. it's going to be kind of wild to us. Time travel. You're time traveling. Yes. Oh, man. We're all time traveling. Okay, Maria, can I ask you a question? No. Just kidding. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll shut up. Is it about time travel? I'm so excited. Um, it's adjacent. Adjacent. Okay. Do you think that there are aliens? Yes. 
Great. I've been thinking about it recently. I realized that I had never really sat down and asked myself the question. Oh. Do I do I think that there are aliens out there? What is your answer? Um, because I feel like if I just like if I casually am like, are there aliens? My brain would be like, I don't like n- no. I don't believe in like um, you know, area whatever it 51. is. Area 51. I don't like I don't know I don't think that UFOs are really a thing. <laughs> um, but I do think that there is other life. Out in the universe. Well, another question is like, do you believe in intelligent life other than humans? You yeah, know, I think which so. you could argue. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Is do you believe in intelligent life out there in the universe? Yes. Okay. I think because so. Because I think it's easy to be like, oh, I'm sure there's a mitochondria swimming around somewhere on Venus or whatever. Yeah. No. Um, I think that there is other intelligent life yeah. out there in the universe. Um yeah. That's well, that was all. That was my question. I listened to a podcast recently where they were talking about the UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena captured mm-hmm. by the Navy, etc. And um, this was not just any podcast, everybody. This is the Ezra Klein show, okay? <laughs> so come on. Um, but I had a guest who was talking about them and who had done a bunch of research about it and was like, you know what? The whatever these things are captured on camera, there is no government that exists on Earth that could possibly have this technology. It's about 15 years advanced from ours, um, and it's just not possible. So their conclusion was that it was some kind of, quote-unquote, alien life, but something that had lived on Earth, like, for a long time, just been here, right? But we had never actually noticed because we hadn't been flying around in jets up in the air videotaping stuff for that long. Wow. And so they just been here hanging out, doing their own thing, existing you know, like how, how, I don't know where, yeah. I don't know, but I think one of my favorite, one of my favorite personal theories of possible alien life and why we don't have like quote unquote confirmation of it yeah, is the one that it's like, we like alien life is to us as a person is to an ant. Yes, exactly. Like we are, we could be literally looking at it and our brains just like, don't, don't even are just like, don't nah. see it. Yep. I'm an ant. Look at me. <laughs> exactly. Carrying my piece of I'm cheese. Just, I'm, like I'm just down here doing my ant From stuff. This picnic. And, well, while there's like a, the alien equivalent of like people just out there yes. around us doing their thing. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, totally. I think that, like that one feels to me like the most, like it feels very, very possible. And also it's very cool to consider. Um, like maybe someday we could understand it, but there's literally something around us that we don't understand. Yeah. Which is true constantly. But there was a physicist that I listened to um, uh, from, oh, I don't know which university, sorry, who was talking about the fact that she was like, how on earth are we supposed to like think to ourselves that we could possibly comprehend the entire universe and everything that it is or could be or whatever with you our can't. tiny pea brains? Yes. Our brains are so small and dumb, everybody. <laughs> and she's just like, I mean, they're miracles, whatever, but also they're, they're small and dumb. They're mostly just bad impulses. <laughs> and she's like, how could we think that, oh, we will understand this? And so the metaphor that we make through religion, through belief systems, whatever, to explain other things that we don't know about the universe or how we came to be or whatever, or maybe the closest we're ever going to get to truly like thinking about the fact that we know everything out there. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool that a scientist said that. Like maybe uh, this religion in India, the way, you know, that was hers, that she's like, this is what I ascribe to. And it's kind of like the great link. Like we're all connected, right? Yeah. We all, everything in the universe is connected to each other intrinsically. And we don't yet know like how to explain that scientifically or if it's even true or whatever. But she was like, I like that metaphor of thinking about it yet. Well, we don't comprehend stuff like that, but we can comprehend it on that level. Yeah. And I thought that was neat to have a scientist say something all woo woo like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Or 
we're just a game of Sims being played by the aliens in um in Men in Black. You know, I hope I hope so. I hope they're having a good time. <laughs> anyway, this has been our we're side not. our side <laughs> podcast. Side podcast. Are there aliens? Are there aliens? Uh, thank you so much to everyone who supports us on patreon.com slash GLHF Magic, Card Kingdom, Ultra Pro, mm-hmm. all of our awesome friends out there keeping this show and all of our alien talk coming out every single week. Yes. We're creeping up on 500 episodes. Ooh, it's going to be a big it's gonna party. It's going to be a, a banger of a party, everybody. It's going to be a good time. So um, get ready for that. You got to start preparing yep. your body now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye.